Hey, everybody. From Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. I'm Rachel, sitting in for Dan. Coming up on today's episode, we're going to get a little patriotic. It's the 4th of July in a couple days, and so we thought we would, you know, talk about that a little and talk about patriotism and atheism and all of that good stuff. And what does it mean to be an American in 2012, I guess? Um, also of note, uh, this is episode 23. I'm not 33. 23. 33. <laughs> the and Jesus episode. The Jesus episode. So that's going to be a... That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, not that we're actually going to be talking much about Jesus, but we just thought we'd point that out. It's Jesus's... 33. It's his special time. It's his special episode. All right. Well, Rachel... Yes? Um, you did something fun this afternoon. Actually, first of all, Rachel, thank you for uh, sitting in for Dan. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. Um, as everybody knows, Dan has continued uh, to travel through Europe. And so he's there and not here. Is and he so, like stuck somewhere or is he no, coming back? Everything's or, still on schedule. Yeah, is this is the cover like yeah. <laughs> stall yeah. for me, we're, dude. We're, we're, we're look, si- secretly <laughs> looking for a new host. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm auditioning. People right now. No, uh, no, he, uh, he and his wife and uh, some friends, they're all still over in Eastern Europe. They should probably be in Poland. Oh, wow. By this point. Um, I have been kind of following what's going on with him on Facebook, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't really paid attention for the last couple of days. I really haven't been on Facebook to notice. So, yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on, but I know he's coming back. I think he should be back for the next episode. I need to double check on that, but yeah. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, and uh, yeah, but Rachel... You did something fun this afternoon. I did. I did something very exciting. I went and saw Magic Mike, <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Was it a religious experience for you? Nope. No. <laughs> there were people there that it was definitely a religious experience for. Oh, yeah? Oh, God. It was... <laughs> it, I wasn't expecting the... At, at 12.30 after, in the afternoon matinee on a Sunday, I was not expecting such a large amount of middle-aged women to oh, show <laughs> really well that's exactly the opposite of what i thought uh, gonna yeah about going to it yeah i kind of i knew there would be some but i thought it was going to be like the gay sunday afternoon activity <laughs> of course <laughs> like everyone right. in salt lake would just go see magic mike on sunday but nope uh it was like girls night out or girls day out Girl, girl Sunday afternoon. Middle-aged women day out. Oh, my God, really? So it had a <laughs> so little creep So, like, the very first scene is just Channing... What's it? Channing Tatum. Yeah. And uh-huh. he's just laying in bed, like, totally naked. And just the whole audience is just groaning and moaning. And I'm just, like, so <laughs> uncomfortable. And so the only thing I can do when I'm uncomfortable is to uh, make a make a joke. That's uh-huh. what I do just in life as a coping mechanism. So I just start making obscenely, like, over-the-top moaning noises and to shut people up, you know, because it was so uncomfortable for me. <laughs> oh, I was grody. <laughs> but the movie, the movie was fun. Was it really? Yeah. Do the, you recommend the movie for other mm, people? No, no. I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> if you go into it knowing what to expect, then... Uh, you'll f- have fun, but if you're, you're not going to see a lot of nudity. Right. So if you're expecting that, don't. Uh, if you want a good plot, don't. 
the what's the good part was like the the little stripper musical numbers mm-hmm. they were fun oh, okay. like they were hilarious to watch okay i oh. liked that but then it got up to a part where it just they stopped doing that and had like 30 minutes of just plot Oh, so and, that's what you don't Yeah, want. like, I never get up and go to the bathroom during a movie, and I was like, yeah, get me out of here. Like, this is horrible. <laughs> um, well, he, like, just from the, the, the trailer, it looks like he, like, takes a trip to Florida or the Keys well, or something. Well, based in Florida. That's oh, okay. the setting, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, does, this, does this link back to atheism at all? Can no, you, not at all. No, no, just something fun you did today. God doesn't exist because... If he did, that movie wouldn't be <laughs> something that horrible. But I did just read here on um, Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't know this until uh-huh. this moment. That uh, that movie is based on Channing Tatum's real life story. What? That's what it says. Oh, okay. That's weird, huh? That so now maybe really... I kind of like it a little more now. Really? Maybe. It's kind of his tell-all, yeah. professional. This is, this is what. It, this is how I started out type thing. Yeah. That's weird, but um, good for him. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> Let's get on to some atheist stuff. Um, well, I've got a, um, I've got one I'd like to start off with um, that comes to us from the Salt Lake Tribune. Um, apparently, I think this is kind of cool, a bunch of ex-Mormons um, got together. Or actually, they weren't ex-Mormons at the time. They were all wanted to become ex-Mormons. Um, and they got together and they... Um, um, you know, got their letters to resign, their resignation letters together and everything. And then they, like, there were, like, 200 of them, and they all sort of signed this little compact thing, and then they uh, sent it off to the church headquarters. And uh, and then they, I think they did it, like, all, like, right like right downtown Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's And then they hiked up to Enzyme Peak. Yeah. Um, which, for people not from Salt Lake, it's a... Um, little peak there's a monument up on top of it um and it's sort of it's actually the 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 peak that the um that the grid that the salt lake city streets grid is all based oh it is yeah that was the sort of the surveying marker i thought the temple was no but it's it's the thing that they were able to look at and say that's the center mark for main street okay right it's at the top of main street i don't know i don't I don't know. Oh, maybe I've I lived just here my whole up. life, but I actually don't. Like, <laughs> I don't know what that mountain over there. Because is you're called. right, the temple is central, but I think that the placement of the temple and all of the city was sort of based okay. off of the the Ensign Peak. And if nothing else, Brigham Young went up there and sort of surveyed the the. He used that point to survey is, the, the the valley. Is uh, that where he we, said this is the place? No, that was when they came out of Immigration Canyon. Oh, okay. And uh, and the, the much you know trumped up. Ballyhooed mm-hmm. legend of him saying that this is the place because he'd already decided it was the place. They had scouts that were going forward and they oh, came yeah. back with news. They said, "Oh, there's a lake Nothing and there's there this and there's natives. that." Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, that'll that'll work." Yeah, and then so like everybody presents it as though it's like this prophecy. Yeah, and he comes down God out inspired. through the canyon, sees it for the first time, <laughs> didn't know anything about it, and goes, this is the place. Right. No, it's not. It, it wasn't this is the place. But anyways, so they went up and did that. And, you know, I think that it's um, one thing that I, I think is always really interesting is the sort of need for Mormons to, as they sort of, the, Mormons can't just easily walk away from the church. No. 
like it, it, it almost like when you've processed it and you just, and even if you just decided that you're going to move on, whether or not you've decided to be atheist or, or whatever, you're just done with the, with the church. You feel this weird need to resign. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't know of many other religious organizations where it's membership does that. Yeah. Does that same thing. Make such a statement about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what, it, what have you had your name removed? Yeah. What was um, that? What was that experience like for you? Oh, it was just easy. I think we've discussed this before, you and I. But um, right, but not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. So <laughs> I wrote a letter, and you have to write a very specifically worded letter. Uh, that they that a website I had gone to had some lawyer draft up a letter, and it, right. the wording of it makes them makes the church membership office or whoever receives it know that you mean business but, and that yeah you did your homework they can't they can't loophole this and be like sorry we're not taking your name off right right um, but it's easy okay yeah i mean yeah. well and they, there was nothing to threaten me with which i know a lot of people are they feel like um they'll tell my mom or they'll oh, they'll tell right. my grandma and she's almost dying and i don't want my grandma on her deathbed knowing that but they and, don't do that do they i don't know if they I mean, actually do yeah i mean maybe maybe it is just rumors or yeah. old wives tale but that's what i have heard and that's they can't hold that over my head my family already knew right um so well, it was easy for me more, half your yeah half Mormon my family, family was, already, was already out of the door yeah so yeah. i was just the kind of like the last one of the non-mormons to go right um so it was easy for me okay you uh well for me um it had been something i i had sat on for a while my mom when i first told my parents that i didn't believe in god she asked me point blank to not have my name removed. Oh. And in the moment, I um, I just kind of, you know, I just went, I, I was like, okay, you know, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. You know, I don't believe that having my name on there means that it's saving me or that it's doing anything for my eternal salvation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, I guess it's not hurting me. And, but as time went went on, I just felt more and more and more the need to just break clean, be done with them, not let them count me anymore, mm-hmm. and 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 be gone. And so the process was super easy. I did the same thing. I found a letter, um, sent it in, and got their their standard letter back. That was like it said, "Well, you know, we consider this an ecclesiastical <laughs> matter." <laughs> and I was like, I was like. No, it's not. It's totally not <laughs> ecclesiastical. There's, uh, you don't. Ha- this doesn't have to go through a bishop at all. Right. I know. How, I know my rights. I've told you that I no longer affiliate with you, and I, I don't that- recognize your authority. Right. So what good does your <laughs> yeah. bishop do me? Yeah, exactly. And so I, um, I, I simply at that point responded with a letter that said, "I don't think you understood." what I said, what I was saying in this, I know oh, you my wrote rights. Them back I wrote them back immediately. Oh, and, um, before the Bishop was actually able to get in touch with me, I'd received another letter from the church office building. that was like, yeah, matter closed. You're off. Oh. And so like my the whole turnaround from first letter to being gone was about two weeks, Oh, which is unheard of. Yeah. That's but I think, it, fast. I think it was that immediate response back and just like, and I wrote it to the guy I was like, attention, I think it's like Gerald Brown or something yeah. like that. And I was like, you need to understand, I I know my rights. Mm-hmm. I, th- 
I'm not going through the bishop, and you did not read my letter. You do not understand my, my wishes. I do not want the bishop contacting me. This matter's done. Yeah. And and they honored it. Yeah. But then I heard about, like, um, um, another friend of, you, you know, this person, um, who it took a, quite a while. Yeah. And and, and actually they kind of gave him, gave him not the runaround in, in any sort of run, real runaround sense, but just sort of a bureaucratic runaround right. They process. want control. Yeah. They want to control the process. And you taking control of your own situation, they don't want that. Oh, no, they did not. They were not. But back to the original question of why do Mormons feel like they need to like make a statement with their resignation? I don't know. See, when when I hear people, that, you know, like people who don't know any better, describe the the LDS Church as a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a part of me that I'm like, no, it's it's not. But then there's a part of it that's like. It has cult-like functions. Mm-hmm. It has it has a way of like, like getting out of it was a mind fuck. Like it, it yeah. really fucked with me, and yeah. I and I did not believe in God. Right, right. Like I already I was a clean break. I I was gay. I knew they didn't want me, mm-hmm. and I didn't believe in God, so I didn't want them. And mm-hmm. so it was it was really easy, um, or should have been easy. But instead, it actually was like, you know, kind of screwed with my mind a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my God, am I making the right choice? (laughs) What if? What if? (laughs) It is good insurance, I guess. (laughs) You know, which is totally stupid. Um, And then, you know, once once it's done, I mean, by the time I actually sent in the letter, there was no mind fuck whatsoever. Um, I'd already dealt with that whole issue. But, yeah. No, I there's a there's a community. There's a sense of control. It's a very domineering organization mm-hmm. that, that that controls every facet of your life or that seeks to control every facet of your life mm-hmm. um and uh and that's that's where i think the the problem is that's what i think people are responding to yeah and they're it seems like people are responding from a very angry place oh yeah and I'd, i mean i'm sure there are other religions people are resigning from other religions who are angry with choices that they make but mormons <laughs> get very angry about i think maybe uh well maybe i'm just they get angry about the resignation or no not the resignation about about actions of the mormon church but maybe i'm just totally like saying what i feel i don't know well i mean that's i i resigned out of anger what were you angry about it was during the proposition eight oh uh thing years back that's a that's about the time when i did it I think it was, no, it was pre-Prop 8. When, when did I do Wait, it? what was the, Prop 8 was the California one, right? Uh-huh, okay, so yeah. there was one, what was the, Amendment 3 in Utah. Oh, That's you did, what it okay. was. You did it around Prop 8, I remember that. Yeah. yeah Amendment yeah. 3. Okay. In Utah, which, this is sad, I don't even remember what the actual wording of the amendment was, but it was something it, it was about a, it was a state, LGBT rights, uh, and I was pissed. It was a definition of marriage. Yes. Amendment. And yeah. I was mad. And so, and I, and then I included that in my letter saying... Here's why. Mm. Because I wanted them to know that they have, there are repercussions for their actions. Maybe it's just my membership, but they definitely have repercussions. Right. And then there's a lot of people that get together in groups and do it. (laughs) There's repercussions there. And and they should know that. Yeah. And I I think that that's, I think it's nice. Um, The the, the, the article was nice. They sort of, they talked to a few different people 
um, about their their motives for for leaving the church, and they were very different kinds of motives. Everybody had their own personal reasons, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, so there wasn't any just one unifying. There wasn't like a real theme we're that I could about X. No, it was like let's let. Yeah, I, I think it was more just like a, a, a you know, a fuck you to the church. Hmm, good. You know, a big group. Hey, let's organize. If you've been sitting on your, you know, on your on your hands and you just haven't been doing this, but it's been something that's been on your mind, mm-hmm. let's get together and let's do it. Yeah. You know, and in, in mass and let's get some press for it, mm-hmm. which I think is also, you know, this speaks to sort of the anger of it, right? Mm-hmm. Somehow this, this Trib reporter found out about it. Right. Most likely somebody like called the the Tribune and was like, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we're up to. And it's not just some reporter was walking down the street and saw <laughs> this happening. This group right? of so the, these people, people like <laughs> they, they they sought out attention. Right. You know, and yeah. th- th- this really speaks to, again, this 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 need to like to say to the LDS church on your way out, you know, screw you. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of this mm-hmm. and I want to cause some harm to you. Old Mitty yeah. boy is running for president and mm-hmm. we want some, we want some, some press. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to do anything, but no. it, it, it's what gets you it's some press during better. the election year. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> Closure. Well, all right. What you got? Um, well, kind of on the same Mormon lines. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, and Romney running for president. Oh, yeah. There's a BYU poll that was done. Brigham Young University did a poll. Uh-huh. And they found that Mormons are very excited about Romney's rise, but weary of media coverage. Oh, yeah. They're afraid that they are going to look bad in the media. Well, yeah. Because... That's their constant fear. Yeah. That's what they're but always afraid about. I just am baffled that... What are they afraid of? Is anyone lying about what they are? No. Or the only person lying about what they are is Mitt Romney. It's just because he's not saying what they are. He's not saying, <laughs> yeah, we're plugs. We believe in plugging me in heaven. Uh, yeah, we're, uh, uh, like, right. He's not, he's not talking about it. I guess it's not lying, but he's not talking about it. And right. talking about it doesn't in the media doesn't mean that they're, they're going to well, any slant from the media isn't going to make it look any worse than it actually is. I just want to know what they're so insecure about. Right. Right? Like, what is it in their own sort of, their own community that they know that they do every day that they're afraid about people finding out right. about? Like, right. I mean, seriously. Like, the worst thing you can do is talk about the what goes on in the temple. Yeah. Right? But yeah. otherwise, as far as, like, how, like, they they practice their faith it's not that weird when compared to other religions in my mind oh i think there there's some weird stuff you think so like what yeah um i think joseph smith is like creepy crawly gross gross man and they don't acknowledge that i think if you talk about their history i think there's tons of stuff you can dig up so maybe they're worried about that but i mean like the Sunday service. You go to church, be- LDS church. Oh, oh, the church on service. Sunday, yeah, no, it's and just observe no. what's going on. No, yeah, that's normal. That's just that's totally normal stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and so like, so they could only be insecure about their their history. Yeah, and the founder of their church is is fraudulent. Yeah, and that could be dug up very easily. Well, not even dug up. It's oh, out there it's for out everyone there. to read. Oh, yeah, they yeah. just don't read it. But <laughs> right. 
but uh, yeah, I guess yeah, that's a good question. What are they afraid of? That they can go to church once a month during their testimony meeting and say, I believe this and I know that this is true. And this is, yeah. and, and then yet still be like afraid that of saying that in public or, or saying it to the non-Mormon public. I don't get, I yeah, just don't get don't what know. they're afraid of with the media coverage. Yeah. Anyway. That's interesting, like that you know, point. because it's like Mormons more than anything just want to be mainstream and accepted. But in order yeah. for that to happen, they have to go through this process. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's what I always felt as a member of the church growing up in it. That it was just like, like, like I remember back when 60 Minutes did their whole little story on um, the Mormons. Mm-hmm. It was like Mike Wallace and, and uh, he interviewed Gordon Ezra B. Hinckley. Gordon B. Hinckley. That's yeah. who it was. Yeah. And it was like Mormons were going nuts. <laughs> they were like, oh my goodness, we're actually on national news. <laughs> you know, this is only like, that was what, like 94, 95 yeah. maybe? Yeah. And so that's like 17 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, that that's remarkable that only 17 years ago, um, they, they were kind of blown away that that a national news organization would even want to run a story on them. Mm-hmm. They would even want to do like a, a big, and it was like such a fluff piece. Right. I mean, it, Mike Wallace, who normally actually was pretty much a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't, he, he like held every punch possible mm-hmm. during that thing. It was yeah. really, it was quite remarkable. But anyways, and now they're talked about constantly. Yeah. I think it's, it's, a, like, it's, 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 it's the it's trend. A, like to know about Mormonism is like oh, kind of hip now. Yeah, I know. Everybody's Ooh. they're all running story. Everybody wants to. Everybody, <laughs> everybody wants to know about the Mormons. network TV's got polygs all over the place. <laughs> I shouldn't call them polygs. That's rude, huh? Call them polygs. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> they're doing it for religion. They're not doing it for the right reason. No, you know? I agree. If, if there's yeah, a bunch of people want to all live together. <laughs> great. You know, if they all know what they're getting themselves into, and they're all consenting adults. Fine. Yeah, but if they're doing it because they believe in something, and that's why they're like struggling with it and fighting with jealousy and all the issues Ugh. that all the women always end up talking oh, about, yeah. then uh, no, that's that's bullshit. So, yeah. but anyways, all right, well, cool. Um, I've got uh, <laughs> okay. So this this one is um, I kind of refused to talk about it with you before the show. Yeah. Like I, I read the headline and you asked a couple questions and I was just like, no, nope, no, nope, we can't talk anymore. We can't talk anymore. So the headline says, um, Holocaust beauty pageant held for survivors. I'm sorry. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> Holocaust beauty pageant held for survivors. And Okay, so this is news, so it's not something that, it's not history. So this, <laughs> this Which happening. is my initial thought was fifteen year old emaciated Holocaust survivors in nineteen forty something. No, this is now, today. This is now, yeah. Um so uh fourteen women aged seventy four to ninety seven um uh, participated in the in a beauty pageant um for female survivors. Um, of uh, the the World War II, uh, the German, you know, concentration camps. Yeah. Does it say what they judged them on? And uh, it was a beauty pageant, <laughs> swimsuit <laughs> competition. And um, let's see. Um, it's not easy at this age to be in a beauty contest. The silver-haired 
um, uh, or one of the one of the women said, according to the Associated Press. But we're all doing it to show that we're still alive. <laughs> so they were being judged on being alive, I guess. Who's the most alive? Of- <laughs> Which one of you has a new hip? That's pretty oh. current. That's, you're going to survive a little longer. Oh, it's just like, I don't like. Does it the, have a picture? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> She's so cute. Yeah, they're really cute. Oh, so it's, gosh. it's two, uh, two, two of the, the Holocaust survivors, uh, uh, dancing and uh one of them has sunglasses on and they both have sashes on um oh here's another one that you might like uh rachel the, uh, <laughs> oh, I love the crown yeah <laughs> got crowns and tiaras and they all have sashes um yeah like i i think it's a really strange thing i don't very strange i don't i don't get like Sometimes I wonder who came up with this and how. Who sat in a room and was brainstorming and thought, <laughs> that's how we'll honor the Holocaust survivors? Well, I, you know, I think a lot of times communities will... I mean, this is obviously a good stunt. I don't yeah. know if somebody thought, hey, you know, let's, you know, like, let's talk about older, sure. you know, um, you know, let, let, let's get a group of old... Um, um, you know, aging Holocaust survivor survivors. Let's come together. Let's let's have an event. What could it be? What and what could be lighthearted? What could be yeah. fun rather than, you know, kind of the the downer that yeah. I'm sure it normally always is when you get a group of Holocaust yeah. survivors. <laughs> and I don't want to like take oh, this too lightly because it feels feels bad. I can't help but laugh though. Um, there's something like there's something, cute about it. There's definitely something cute. Yeah. Um, old ladies just are though. Old, old ladies are cute. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like one of, one of the critiques is, uh, somebody, um, in, in the articles quoted as saying, it sounds totally macabre to me. And I, I mean, that's to me, I, I think macabre is a, is a good critique of it. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, I think, <laughs> I don't know. I think, yeah, macabre, creepy, something. I don't find it creepy. You don't find it creepy? I just wonder, like, um, is it inappropriate? And it's up to them to decide, not me. But it's making light of something. Is it trivializing? Is it? I mean, I don't want to say that it is, but that's my initial question and feeling. But macabre, I don't know that I think it's creepy. It's, It's not like it was just a beauty contest for old Jewish women. Yeah. They had to be survivors of the Holocaust. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And when there are so many not survivors, when there's so many people who couldn't couldn't be there that day because they died back in the 40s. (laughs) (laughs) See, too far, right? That's what it is. Is Are we trivializing it and now we can say things like that? I'm sorry. Oh. No, but, you know, you know, <laughs> Nothing mean, is sacred to me. I know. Well, the the comment that I've had running through my head, or at least I don't. I oh, I can't go there. I can't go there. <laughs> oh, gosh, <laughs> I, you're gonna ruin your reputation. Yeah, I I would. I'd end up editing it out. So I'm just gonna keep it in my head. <laughs> okay, I, I, I totally want to hear it now. 
Well, I was just thinking about that this was the wrong time. If it was a beauty pageant, they should have done it right after. That's when they were like skinny and ready <laughs> for the whole... <laughs> They're looking their that's... best. Oh, yeah. That's, that's... Yeah, don't. That's... <laughs> I'm just kidding. I retract that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Holocaust, Holocaust survivors. survivors. <sighs> that's right. a good one. <laughs> what else do you have? Oh, um, let's see. I also have, um, oh, uh, the, the AP uh, reported on a group of uh, German, or let's see, it was a German um, court, a, a judge um, in, in uh, Cologne that ruled that the, the, uh, the, a child's right to physical integrity trumps the freedom of religion and parents' rights when it comes to circumcision. Hmm. That... Um, and the, the, um, obviously that's, you know, a lot of groups in Germany are responding negatively (laughs) to this. Yeah. (laughs) German, Jewish people, people, apparently also in this, I'd always, I, I, I had wondered, uh, if Muslims practiced circumcision, I never had really, uh, apparently it's a standard practice. I've actually had this question for our, uh, Middle Eastern friend once, although she's not Muslim. Right. And I don't uh, remember what she said. <laughs> uh, well, apparently, according to this article, um, it, it is practiced. I don't know if it's sort of held in the same sort of, if it holds sort of the same cultural significance that it does for Jewish people. I, I have no clue. Hmm. Um, but apparently, it's 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 customary for, for Muslim men to be circumcised. Okay. Um, and so they're feeling a little um, bothered. And, uh, but anyways... Um, I got foreign minister Guido, Guido, that's not Guido, very German. That's not German at all. <laughs> uh, foreign minister Guido Vesterveld. Oh, that's uh, German. That's German. Uh, said that uh, the legal debate must not lead to doubts arising internationally about religious tolerance in Germany. And they're saying that, that, that it will be continue to be a protected right in Germany. Um, but this court, so it's going to, it has to still play out in the courts and the legal yeah, system and, and it all won't, of that. That's not going to go anywhere. But, um, but it is interesting that a, um, the judge was, was that a court was actually willing to, to come down with that decision in mm-hmm. a case and, and start, start the legal discussion about, you know, what about male circumcision? Right. Is this mutilation of young young boys right um which a lot of people you know feel that it is in north america we're obviously very accustomed to it mm-hmm. um uh, but you know most other parts well, of the world how do I don't they believe feel they about practice. freedom of religion there i mean is that just an american thing that we hold so no and dear? I, no i i think that they they guarantee it um you know that's that there is a guarantee it's different you know remember the germans famously don't let uh, Scientologists practice. Um, really? They, well, they don't allow the the, the church to. Uh, they don't officially recognize Scientology oh. um, on grounds that it's I not a religion. Either. Yeah, that's you good. Know, yeah, which it's is not. To- it's not. And um, but that's that that's you know so so they obviously have limits and they're obviously willing to kind of step into that arena maybe more than. In the United States, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, freedom of religion is just such a hot button yeah. issue here. Yeah. There's no, there's no getting around it. Um, yeah, so mm. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of, kind of, kind of funny, but yeah, they definitely have a freedom of religion. Okay. So, um, 
but but it, it's it's interesting because obviously freedom of religion doesn't let you get away with it, anything and everything. No. Right. No. And not even in the United States, you can't claim re, you know religious freedom, right. and then you know practice sacrifice. Right. You know of whatever kind. Right. Um, and so, you know, there are limits. And so this 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 court is is bringing up the question. Wow. You know, which is interesting. I wonder who who filed the the lawsuit or like to take it to court. Because it's on and, behalf and of basically children saying that children should not be You know, the article <laughs> the article really didn't say. Um it um the, 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 the angle of the article was that this foreign minister it's all really about the foreign minister okay. saying that no 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 we we will I wonder why it's the foreign minister. Yeah, that seems for weird. crying out loud. But um, for whatever reason, that's who the article was focusing on. And hmm. So it was more about no, 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 don't worry about it. This circumcision will not end in Germany mm-hmm. um, just because this court says this. Yeah. So it just seems like something that wouldn't go very far in like higher up courts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It it does seem to be sort of a, a standard acceptable yeah practice. Yeah. Even though, I mean, but again, there's a growing group of people who, even in North America, who find it abhorrent. Yeah. You know that that it that it's not. Well, a good and thing. if you grew up in the Jewish faith and then and weren't circumcised because it was illegal, and then turned like 18 years old and had autonomy over yourself and then wanted to get circumcised, that's horrible. So, like, to do it at 18 or old. <laughs> You, don't you, do you know what I'm? You no, think, I, you I, think I, I'm, I don't no, even no, know no. what it's like to be circumcised. So I guess I couldn't talk. But well, it, it just seems you know, like that would be the wrong time to do it. I don't know. I mean, do adult converts? Oh, God, to yeah. uh, who knows? You know, I do, wonder. Do they? Do they? Who were not circumcised? Right. Do they go and oh. become circumcised? Because Abraham, right? It wasn't Abraham who. Who first circumcised, circumcised you are himself? The wrong person about the first no, like pillar. I remember the part in the Bible. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Abraham, but I remember the first person who went out and did it. Did it, and to he himself. was an adult, and he did it to himself. That's horrifying. And like he rounded up. I'm so all glad his, it's not real. All his sons, <laughs> his like adult sons, <laughs> like okay, like get it out, frat party. We're cutting it off. <laughs> That's so gross. Pull out your foreskins, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> All right, what you got? <laughs> okay, next one? miracles are happening. Oh, are they in, <laughs> in Utah? Okay, yeah, of course in Utah. Um, <laughs> but they are, are. It's it's very dry and windy and hot here, and, and we get a lot of um, fires in the mountains. Right. And people build homes on the mountains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Large subdivisions on the mountains, and then the mountains catch on fire, (laughs) and then houses burn down, Uh, which is sad. That's horrible. But um, there was just this article in the Salt Lake Tribune that said, Harriman Fire, evacuation ends, small miracles revealed. Mm. Um, And and it talks about this fire in the Rosecrest subdivision and the miracle is that (laughs) (laughs) they managed to stop, uh, fire crews managed to stop a fire three feet from someone's home. Oh my, that is a miracle. If there wasn't a fire engine here, this house would be a foundation, the uh, 
uh, who is this? The Unified Fire Authority captain said, how our crew saved this building is nothing short of a miracle, he says. <laughs> but then it goes on to the next paragraph to say that several other homes were burned out. <laughs> so, like, this one home, miraculous. But I'm sure the other people whose homes burned down are not feeling like a miracle yeah. occurred for them. I don't know how you can, like... Like, God is a bastard yeah, he, in that he, scenario. Yeah, you're right? an asshole. Like, if you, if you, you believe dude. in God, yeah. and you're like, oh, that's a miracle. That house was saved. Yeah. But Other people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no. Why didn't he just stop the fire in the first place, you know? <laughs> He's a dick. Yeah. I hate him. I think a miracle would be truly the entire hillside burning. The entire hillside just engulfed in flames and all the houses somehow survived yeah. that would be or okay. as the mormons like to uh to say that the when the tornado hit salt oh, lake yeah. in the i don't know what year was it 2000 uh, 99 2000 99. somewhere around there. so uh everything was destroyed but the temple <laughs> everything was destroyed on that block the gay bar was destroyed but the temple unharmed that's a miracle. That is, that's a, yeah, that's a miracle. Uh, but, but the things that were, were damaged, if I remember right, like the, the <laughs> Delta like the Center. the Denny's. <laughs> there was a Denny's and a Delta Center. <laughs> it was JB's. It wasn't Denny's, it was JB's, wasn't it? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't like, know. it's, it's just so yeah. absurd. That, like, the temp, yeah, the temple's this granite, like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like <laughs> the thing is solid. Yeah. Thing it's a mountain nowhere. on its own. Yeah, yeah. It's like. The, uh, it's basically solid granite. And yeah, surprise, surprise, <laughs> a small tornado didn't, didn't blow it over. Right. <laughs> like the damage that that tornado, this was not like a crazy tornado. No. Like it, it was a tornado. It touched it's true. down. It did touch and down. It, yeah. And like, um, I remember some glass panels were blown off the Delta Center. Mm -hmm. And obviously the one thing that really, truly did get knocked down was the sun. Yeah. The gay bar. Yeah. Um, and that's a miracle. And that is a miracle <laughs> because, well, okay. I wonder who owned the other homes because yeah. obviously were they gays? Oh, yeah. it, it could still be a miracle. Then. I, there I some, thought I was proving them wrong, but some it could harem and gays. Oh, I bet. Are there gays and harem? Mm, there's a lot of polygs. I know. I hope there aren't gay people in Harriman. Harriman's gross. Get out of Harriman, guys and gals. Aww. Come back down to come, the... Come back to Salt Lake. Salt Lake area. Aww. So, but I did want to... As I read on in this article, this has nothing to do with with anything. I just found this hilarious, and, and I thought you would, too. So, okay. he's... this. Who wrote this? Is it a he or a she? It's uh, Cimarron Neugebauer and Bob Mims. Uh, so... Two know, people wrote this article. And who knows if someone is a guy <laughs> or a girl. So they said, <laughs> these guys, oh, so uh, it says, let me find. Okay, so they're talking about this other subdivision in Harriman that's, that a lot of homes were burned down. And it says, um, the fire came right up to a vinyl fence bordering the subdivision, melting it like chocolate on a warm day. Okay, so imagery. Wow, nice. yeah. Like, Cimarron. Go next for it. paragraph. In the next paragraph, they say, some homes outside of that subdivision weren't as fortunate. Some were oh. spared, but had damage to siding that looked like an overcooked marshmallow. So wow, yeah. <laughs> all this food imagery. So I'm thinking like marshmallow. Stick and go for graham cracker. <laughs> yeah, like, 
like, please say graham cracker in the next <laughs> sentence. They do say in the next <laughs> sentence, smoldering coals. So like oh, s'mores. This yeah. is so <laughs> building up for s'mores, right? And then as a total letdown, they say antique cars and trucks were bare with former windshields looking like taffy. Ew, they no. ruined it. No, the, they the, had a whole s'mores theme. Yeah. But do you know it was a miracle after the I read siding, this? The siding was left toasty. Toasty. <laughs> toasty. I totally was color. craving s'mores after this. After I, read this I was like, wow, they just totally subliminally <laughs> made me have a food craving. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, Why all the food? Like I don't that? know. I, I have journalism professors from college that would be rolling over right now, like wanting yeah. to find these people and <laughs> say, no, bad. What did we teach you? Well, I just love. I don't know where the Tribune finds some of their people sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And how did this get across a, an editor's desk? Well, this s'mores I think, I think they, to be honest, I think that, um, that large newspapers have been getting a lot of, um, like consultant type stuff oh, and where maybe that's what they need to be sprucing is. up their, their, their writing and they need to be doing this and they need to be doing that because people, you know, need to be, feel more engaged and more, they need to be <laughs> a little bit more entertained by the news. Right. <laughs> I think I seriously, because like they're the Tribune, like 10 years ago was pretty solid. It was, it was reliable. And there has been this like downward trend with its writing <laughs> where like news articles are written like features. You yeah. Know, where it's like, it's always this human angle. Right. You know, so-and-so, so-and-so sits this... on their front porch sipping a thing while blah, 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 you know? And it's like, and that's how the article will start. And it turns out that it's like, has nothing to do with this person. <laughs> this it has to do with like, her kids you know, the, the, the recession, yeah. you know? And yet they're talking about sitting on their front porch, sipping because lemonade. We love that. And, and it's like, no, not everything has to have that angle. Right. Sometimes we want facts. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. But anyways, it's still better than the Deseret News. <laughs> the Desperate News. <laughs> I've never heard that one. I, I know. I hadn't either until today when I was reading some of the comments on the, <laughs> oh. the prior story I talked about. <laughs> they called, someone <laughs> called it the Desperate News. And I was like, that's so brilliant. I'm stealing it. <laughs> The Tribune has credit. the worst comments. No, KSL. KSL does. Oh, they don't. I would think that they would be like vigilant. Their comments. Well, like 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 deleting things that weren't appropriate. Um, no. Really? No. Oh, wow. I think if it said uh, like a curse word, they would because they're not about anything like that. But the most offensive things I've ever heard have been on KSL.com comment boards. Oh my god. They're horrifying. For our listeners outside of Utah, KSL is the um, is the uh, radio station and TV station of Mormon the LDS owned, Church. Yes. Yeah, um, it's an NBC affiliate, the TV station. So it's like, you know, I don't know how they justify <laughs> what they show. Yeah, but, um, but their uh, their KSL dot com is a major website mm-hmm. here, and uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't go to it just because I tried it. I try to stay away from them it's as pretty a news offensive. source. And, well, them as a news source. And then I mean, I will go for the classifieds. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have that, a good classified online classifieds. service. So, all right. You have another one, don't you? Um, um, oh, you know what I did want to talk about was um, Obamacare. Yeah. And and, uh, and I was reading some some kind of editorial pieces from theologians discussing how uh like the christian angle of obamacare and how it's 
how can you be Christian and not support Obamacare? Which is the Christian right is adamantly against it. Yeah, because death panels and yeah, debt and abortion, abortion, government paid abortions. Like, sorry to tell you guys, abortions probably have been paid for by the government for a long time. (laughs) That's just like Planned Parenthood doesn't spend their money on abortions. Yeah, yeah, can tell you that, but I'm pretty sure some of it does. Yeah, well. Yeah. Anyway, so the angle of these of these um, pieces I was reading was that uh, if you do believe in the teachings of Christ, uh-huh. then caring for your neighbor is just about oh, as yeah. Christ-like as you can be. Absolutely. And that caring for your neighbor is caring for Christ, and that it, you know, that yeah, yeah, direct transference of. Well, what 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 I find amazing is um, people who are against you know, any kind of socialized medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Any kind of government involvement in healthcare, you know, like, can they just stop and think for a minute? Because like, it, what is it that they object to? Like, really? Like it's, it's not caring for people. It's not, you know, taxes. It, it, but, and the word socialism on, is a paying, hot button. Like if they're not paying for their own healthcare, they're going to be like, Okay, so taxes go up a little bit, but now you won't have a healthcare premium coming right. out of your paycheck. Right, it's cheaper for you in the end. It's going to be a You're lot paying cheaper more taxes, because but... everybody's going to be covered, right? And therefore, the whole system will cost less to operate, right? Right. And so, Bill Maher said this greatest <laughs> comment the other day. He said, "I don't know why they didn't, why the Democrats didn't build this to the Republicans as uh, getting rid of freeloaders." Everyone's got to pay now. We're getting rid of the freeloaders. That's just wow. what you want. And it's yeah, like, that's... no, that's exactly how they, why yeah. didn't they yeah. frame it that way? No yeah. more freeloaders. Yeah. That, that, that's a kind really of, good point. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, but also like, I've, you know, I think we need to stop also. Um, the, the left has gotten into the habit of, and, and it's why Ob- Obamacare ended up being what it is right because we've gotten into the habit of um pandering for the right mm-hmm. yep. we've gotten into the habit of using their language we've gotten into the habit of using yep. their 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 um their worldview yeah and trying to work within that to bring them along because because i think there's sort of this the sense i i don't know in my mind when when i try to argue with somebody i try to get into their like you know, try to understand how they see the world, mm-hmm. you know, and go, oh, well, how can I, how can I reframe this in a way that the, that maybe they'll understand? Mm-hmm. And I think that we need to stop doing that. I think we need to step back and start framing things from our worldview, mm-hmm. which is a nurturing worldview. It's mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, was it George Lakoff who talks about the nurturing parent worldview or the strict parent oh, worldview? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the Republicans tend to frame all their arguments in the strict parent uh, protective parent yeah. worldview and and liberals usually kind of ooh, kind of doesn't resonate with us and because our worldview is one that that, that is more much more about nurturing and much mm-hmm. more you know the nurturing parent mm-hmm. worldview works for us yep and we need to start framing things using that worldview that that it's okay to take care of people mm-hmm. this is a good thing to take care of people yeah you know because it, and if we want to put it in Christian terms, 
you know, for and 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 any religious terms, if that's going to help us win the argument, yeah. then, then let's do it. Yeah. Um. But um. But I, I I think that just stepping back and saying that we we have a responsibility to each other. You know. I, yeah. We have a respon like like what freeloaders. First right. of all, that's how what I freeloaders? Feel. Like someone like, chose to be poor in life and Oh, I know. Like, well, <laughs> I was, you know, on uh on Wednesday, Thursday. Thursday was when it it the decision came yeah. down from the Supreme Court. Um I was sitting with some of my students and uh it's sort of the end of one of my one of my first summer programs is is wrapping up. And um and I was and I just was like, "Hey kids, you know, I just kind of wanted to get a sense of like what 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 they thought right mm-hmm. and uh and i was like so what do you think you know obamacare it's 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 still around it survived mm-hmm. and um and they uh <laughs> this one of my students is the uh she's a, her dad is a is a doctor mm-hmm. and uh and i i know for a fact that he does um um charity work he does oh, he goes okay. to the third world and does he's sort of a it's not you know doctors without borders but it's something very similar to that mm-hmm. um, it's actually kind of a thing that he runs himself this little foundation he gets a few doctors together and they they go and they do it and it's really remarkable and it's really good and it's it's quite amazing um but i also know that they're they're really mormon mm-hmm. and um and, and so i asked her and i probably shouldn't be getting even that, that specific but um, you know, I, I asked her, you know, like, what do you, what do you think of this? You know? And she's like, Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Oh, wow. She was, she, she was really hesitant about it. And I was like, Oh, well, you know, like, you know, why? And, and, um, and so I, I just started, I was like, well, you know, like I find it interesting that, you know, I know the, the, the kind of work that your dad does. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so how, how does that, how does that work for you? Because, he goes to the third world and he he gives away medical care mm-hmm. to the poor and the needy. I'm like, so h- how does that work? Because like you what you're saying to me is that you you think that people need it because one of the things that she said first was that she believes that that people just need to take care of themselves. Hmm. And and I was like, but you've seen a place where people mm-hmm. can't take care of themselves. And I and I think it's a myth that in America we that, don't have that. That we don't have that here. Right. And I'm like, if you just want to see it like out in the open and obvious, go to the Mississippi Delta, mm-hmm. but then go anywhere in rural America and we have real poverty issues mm-hmm. in rural America mm-hmm. and our, our cities do a pretty good job of hiding it too. Yep. And, and, and I was like, so, you know, like here are people who, who are, are, are trying, right? But let's also remember most of the people who are like the really poor, the they they already have government health care. Yeah, they already have Medicaid. We're not, yeah, we're not we're we're not talking about them. <laughs> they already are covered. Yeah, so, so quit adding, talking about the freeloaders, right. right? They're they're already there. Yep. And I don't think that they are freeloaders. I think that they're that most of them are trying desperately yeah. to take care of themselves and their families and whatnot. But yep. whatever. And then. But 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 the people who are benefiting that thirty million people that everybody's talking about, those are people who are working. Right. Those are people who can't afford their own health care. Right. And so like it was just really, really interesting to kind of talk to some young kids about it because I try to keep my politics out of the room. Mm-hmm. Like I really, really, really do. But fortunately I work at a place where if I want to, I can get really political. Sure. And nobody's gonna bug me. 
about it. Um, it's not like I, you know, work in the public schools or something. So, so how were other, how were the other kids on the issue? They were, um, one kid was just kind of like, oh, I don't know. I don't know that it's like the right thing, but I'm not against it. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Um, and another, that seemed to be kind of the gist hmm. of it. I mean, it makes sense. And We're they in don't Utah, need to care. And they don't need to care. They're kids covered. will never have to pay. Kids don't have to pay for their own insurance anyway. Right. And now these so kids won't have to pay. Until they're 26. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, I I think it's, I think it's interesting. Um, there's, um, oh, but how are you? Oh, right, 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 right. The, the whole Christian angle. Oh, yeah. With, with the Obama stuff. Yeah. Obamacare. What do you think of Obamacare as a name? I used to hate it, and now I've found myself using it. Yeah, I say it just because when I say ACA, I've, I have had blank stares recently. Mm-hmm. But I do know people that are like, no, it's, don't call it Obamacare. It's the ACA, the Affordable Care Act. And right. I'm fine with either one. Well, I think that if the right is going to use it as a term of derision, we might as well take it up oh, and no. use it as, yep. yeah, we might as well just be like right there saying, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, we love Obamacare. Yeah. We love it as much it's, as Romney care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. 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 That Romney guy, care. That stupid Romney guy. I hate him so oh much. Gosh. He's such a political opportunist. Yep. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist and Twitter at TGI Atheist are the two ways you can follow the conversation after the show. Um, you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. That's a great way to ask a question, um, give us some feedback, whatever. And also you can email us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. There's the blog. Dan's the blogger. He sometimes blogs. You should check it out. Thankgodimatheist.com. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. And in the meantime, um, in honor <laughs> of, of the forth, forthcoming 4th of July, uh, we thought a little uh, Jan, or Jan, a little John, John Ashcroft might be nice. So here we go. You can't ignore. Oh, we're far too young to die. We can make it if we try. We've not yet begun to fly it's time to let the mighty eagle soar once more let the eagle soar like she's never soared before from rocky coast to golden shore let the mighty God, no other kings. Let the mighty eagle soar. Let the eagle soar like she's never soared before. From rocky coast to golden shore.
beneath her sings Only God, no other kings Let the mighty eagle soar Only God, no other kings Let the mighty God bless you. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> so beautiful. He's so good. He, he, the little warble he does. <laughs> uh, so we were listening. Only accomplished by an old man. Who's, who has sung a lot at church. <laughs> yeah. A lot. Um, like, I can see him holding that microphone <laughs> with, like, the cord in the other hand. Just... The cord? Head back. His, the cord. Oh, yeah, all. the cord of the microphone, yeah. And just like, let the <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, He has sung that at church, I guarantee you. <laughs> um, all right. Um, yeah, so that, uh, I found that on, uh, on on YouTube. I know it's not the only instance of it, um, but what I, there are 282 likes and 191 dislikes. <laughs> But I want to like it. Don't. I want to like it. I want to like it because I hate it. I, I hate it in a way that I like it. Okay, but right? leave us an I'd comment. <laughs> uh, I don't like leaving snide comments. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's what I like about you is your snide comments. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, my God. Are you reading, I'm the, reading comments? the comments? I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm so that's, jealous. That's not I'm so, so interesting. Right I'm not going to read. I'm not going to read them, them out. Okay, I'm no. sorry, everybody. I got distracted there for a second. <laughs> I can only imagine. <laughs> oh God. Well, um, let me see how. Okay, we've got a few minutes. Um, I, this might be a good time, actually. This is a good lead-in to what we wanted to talk about next, mm-hmm. since it is the we're coming up on the Fourth of July. Mm-hmm. Um, just talking about patriotism, Fourth mm-hmm. of July. Also, the the Olympics are coming up. Yeah, real national pride at the Olympics. Oh yeah, of know, course, just... of course. Well, you have to root for the home team, you know. Yeah, for, not the home team, but your own team. Yeah, you know. But it seems like I don't know. I always feel like when I watch the Olympics that. Um, like if there's an American standing on in on the center podium with the gold medal and the flag behind him and playing the national anthem, I always just feel like oh, we're so superior. We think we're so superior. Like why is this something that we have? Why to Why do be we proud care? Of? Yeah, like why do we care? Who yeah. I don't care if an Austrian won the ski such and such, whatever. I don't care if we have the best high jumper and. Well, it doesn't why make us that... any better or any worse of Right. A why is the flag behind it? Why can't it just be Olympic Games and it doesn't matter what country you're from? If you're the best in the world, you yeah. get to go to the Olympics. Well, I mean, it, it's the world we live in. Come on. <sighs> you know, like, that, that, that is where the intrigue comes from. That's why people tune in, is that it's the national, it's nation against nation. Right? Oh, is that helping? And we, we don't fight wars against Austria. No. Right? And against... <laughs> Most of the people that will be there, yeah, probably any of the people that are that will be there, right? You know, I doubt North Korea is not going to be there. <laughs> the Taliban and... is going to have a <laughs> fielding a team. Um, you know, like 
Yeah. I don't know. I, I like the Olympics. I think they're fun. I always find myself getting into something during Do the you? Olympics. Yeah. I'm yeah. okay with sport. I like sports. I, I like sports for sure, but I don't like the Olympics. I just think they're silly. Huh. Um, and the best in the world is not necessarily at the Olympics, in my opinion. Well, no, but these are the if best amateurs. No, if you're, oh, if you're the best you're rich person yeah. in the sport. <laughs> It's not cheap. Well, they always cover, they always do some piece where some, someone lived in their car for two years so they could go to gymnastics class or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you feel bad. But for the most part, these are all insanely wealthy people. <laughs> They're not necessarily the fastest runners. They're just the fastest runners with money. Sure. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't. But what about the 4th of July? We have that coming Yeah, up. I hate the 4th of July. So I... I don't want to, I sound so negative today, You're but that's just really kind of what I do. Yeah. Like, so, my thing. so what is it about the 4th of July? Well, I guess it's, it's like we're showing patriotism with fireworks and, and parades and I guess it's mainly the fireworks that I'm pissed off about, especially with fires going on in the mountains and yet yeah. people still feel so entitled to put off their fireworks every freaking night. And then I read this thing, uh, that the 5th of July is, uh-huh is a huge day at animal shelters. Oh, no. Because animal... <laughs> yeah, if this <gasps> is true, like, this is horrifying oh, to me. And we have to do exactly. our stupid fireworks. Yeah. Freaks out all the dogs. And the dogs run away, and the cats oh, hide no. in the basement for three days, and who knows what. It's so sad. But I just, I think, um, I, it got me thinking about patriotism anyway, that, like, we should blow shit up, and that makes us American. Um and I just was trying to think of when when the last time I felt like patriotism was. Yeah. And it was probably the last time like that I felt religious. Because oh, they're okay. both kind of they kind of they kind of get into the same spot in my in my soul. <laughs> that like I just I'm patriotic because I was told to be patriotic. Hmm. And that like when I see a flag I'm supposed to like feel something hmm. in my heart, but I don't. And I, I do like this country, and I love it. And there right. are moments where I am proud of it. Well, isn't but... it interesting that, like, I mean, I I don't think that, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a terribly patriotic person. Um, definitely grew up in a very patriotic house. Did you? Oh my God, my parents are. I mean, flag is out every every opportunity that a flag can be out, flag is out. And did you ever like question and, why? Uh, I, like... I, was, I was a Boy Scout, you know. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. Did I question... Uh, growing up, I don't think I questioned it too much. I know when I... I remember in high school, I started sort of, like... I, I kind of started thinking about sort of just, like, America and sort of... You know, because we're taught so much, you know, this American exce- exceptionalism, right? Yeah. Um, and that, that America is... is you know, a nation above nations. Yeah. And it's God's I take chosen. issue with that. <laughs> well, I totally take issue with that. Um, and, 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 and I started taking issue with it as a teenager. Um, and, uh, and I remember what it was like, you know, going and serving an LDS mission abroad and, uh, you know, being in Italy and, and, uh, and, and, and being an American living in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. And living and, and, and being with other Americans mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, because when you, when you get homesick, um, you, you start, 
longing for the things that that you grew up with and you start identifying things that are actually like really good things mm-hmm. that you really do like about where you're from mm-hmm. right and you know and, and you're 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 coming up against other people who are who are proud of where they're from and and whatnot and it, it, and it, there, there's a level of, of, and I don't know if the word is patriotism. Yeah, maybe that, that's that, what... It, and I, because it has such a negative connotation mm-hmm. for me. But the right has done such a good job of taking over being proud to be an American. Yes. Right? Yes. And that it means blind that's, love and blind yes. faith in this country. Yeah. And and that's where I'm not willing to go with it, obviously. Right. Um, and... Uh, you know, I, I think that the best thing you can do for a place that you really like is to point out its weaknesses. Absolutely. So that we can work on those things Absolutely. together. Um, and so that always kind of surprises me that people are, are um, they get so weird about it. Yeah. You know? And I think you actually re- explained it really well. I don't like what the right has done to yeah. the term page like i don't feel like i have patriotism because of what they expect it to be right yeah i'm not their version of patriotic <laughs> right but like i have proud moments yeah and i have proud moments where i'm not proud of this country but right. but um yeah that they have kind of just co yeah. co-opted that term and, and and defined it for themselves and yeah i mean it, it is interesting sort of the parallels though that patriotism has with faith Yes. Right. So this blind the following yes. of... And don't of, question uh, it. Yeah. Because then you're not a patriot. Yeah. But we do need to make sure that, like, that... that it, what's funny, though, is, is again, how how it, are, how it is the... It, it is the religious people in in this country, for the most part, who are the patriotic ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and those of us who are less religious or not religious or don't believe in God or whatever tend not to yeah so what's the link i want to know what the link is that's well i I don't know because like you could have like national pride yeah and and be like you know like absurdly loyal to your nation yeah you know and i think i'm a although i would live abroad in a heartbeat I don't know if I'm loyal. I wouldn't sell out our country. You I know, wouldn't. I yeah, no. Treason or, is wrong. Treason's wrong. I agree with that. But, but I don't think we're the best. Betrayal's wrong. Right. And, and so, but like, yeah, it's not like we have like this, this, um, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, monopoly on, on being good. Right. In the world. I think we, I, I don't see how people can. Yeah. Can, can even think that way. Um, but there's plenty of it and we're going to be seeing a lot of it. I know people are going to blow shit up in the name of patriotism. Well, they might also just be blowing shit up just to blow shit up because that's kind of, but what if you said, last year, remember we, we went down to the supermarket and we got a bunch of fireworks Yeah, that was and set them off at at Chet's. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Right. And, and so like, but if you, if you, if someone told you, you cannot light fireworks, because the fire hazard is too high or because we've just we don't want pets running away from home if, if there was some oh, way to people would be up in arms yeah people would be livid and, I, and i'm definitely not making a case against that i think i think actually in utah it's absurd it is that, that we allow fireworks i think so too um we're definitely one of those places that should not allow them at all yeah um and i i, I was um up um 
at the edge of the avenues. I was on the South Temple mm-hmm. um, just yesterday, and they have posted signs on every street, every single street that going into the avenues that says no uh, fireworks prohibited north of South Temple. Really? Um, I'm moving back to the avenues. <laughs> I know, right? Because oh, when you're that sold me, I already wanted to, but now I am. <laughs> because they're well, first of all, but they're not doing it for like the noise issue. Okay. Um, the city's, you know, prohibited it because the avenues, of course, is at the edge of the <laughs> millions city. of dollars of homes could go. Up <laughs> in yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, I'm sure, this is really interesting to our listeners. I know. Done. Okay, Done. A lot of this will be cut out. Good. So. Um, <laughs> But anyways, yeah, the uh, fireworks totally, completely stupid, right? They're, they're stupid. They're fun, mm-hmm. but they're but yeah. they're stupid, and yeah. I don't need them, right? Yeah. Like I don't need them again to feel whatever little bit of pride I have for this country to feel that. <laughs> me either. And they don't. They're definitely not going to stir pride in me, right? No. Like that's what I like. The people who are at like fireworks shows, yeah, who are just like. I am proud to be an American. Oh my God. And it's like, no. is this their religious experience? Right. It's like they're feeling something at that moment. They really are. And it, again, I guess maybe it's just because it's a communal experience. They're sharing with other people. There's music. It's tradition. I mean, it's tradition. You know, but I mean, think about that. That's the exact same. Those are very similar elements that, that, that religion has. Yeah. You're you know? right. Absolutely. You're in, a, you're in a public place. You're with others who are feeling the same thing. Yeah. There's music, there's ceremony, there's tradition. Yep. And so people feel connection to that. So, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, should we, uh, should we wrap it up? I'm out of words. Patriotism on the 4th of July. Um, yeah. So, go out, everybody. Enjoy the 4th, now that we've totally bad-mouthed it. We're two bad Americans. We're not going to enjoy it, but you should. <laughs> We're going to cook hot dogs indoors. <laughs> I don't want to be outside on the floor. It's going to no. be like 100 degrees. Oh, yeah. Gross. The parade, though. There's the parade. Do you go to the parade? I've never been. Yeah, I haven't either. Mm. It's not It's not very big, is it? Well, it was the biggest parade in Utah until this past two years ago. The Gay Pride Parade passed it up in size. No, the 24th of July. Oh, that's what, oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Pioneer Never Day mind. is a big What's parade. The, oh, the Provo has the parade. Yeah, Salt Lake I doesn't do a very big parade. I bet it's pretty July. big. I remember as a kid, oh, I'm sure. I lived I'm, in Provo well, and we would like get up at 6am to go to the parade. Yeah, and it all goes, it, it all leads up to the BYU Stadium yes, where they have Stadium the of Fire. Yes. Oh, who, oh who, who's being, someone's good, someone good is at it this year. Really? Oh, it's the Beach Boys. The Beach I Boys. love the Beach Boys love Utah. I love that they love Utah. <laughs> well, they have to still have... Oh, my God. They, most of their fans are probably still here. Yeah. You know? I do love the Beach Boys, but I just think it's weird that they... Oh. They are so big in Utah. Yeah. Well, it's, mm. Yeah, it's crazy. Fourth of July, Beach Boys, <laughs> Provo, Utah. <laughs> it's so stupid. Standing in a fire. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, once again, if you'd ever like to join the conversation, Facebook.com slash Atheist and Twitter. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Atheist as well. Uh, our email address is podcast at thankgodanatheist.com. Voicemail is 424-666-8442. And uh, thanks so much for listening. See ya. See ya. See ya.